Christ alone and stand entire at last. Seated. Well, good morning. We're glad you're here this morning. If you're visiting with us, let me take a moment to welcome you and tell you that we are excited you're here. We know you have a lot of opportunities, a lot of places you could be on a Sunday morning, and we're thrilled that you chose to spend that time with us. So don't just rush out. Give us a chance to get to know you. Give us a chance to to meet you, and uh, hopefully you will be able to uh, connect with some folks here in this body. Um, we got a lot of things going on at this time of year. We're starting a new series that we're calling Stronger, and uh, we're going to talk about strengthening a lot of the relationships in our life, and that's going to build towards our uh, marriage seminar workshop. Um, that's going to be on uh, January 25th. That's on a Saturday, and um, this this uh, these. Just a minute, this is why I have notes. That this, this seminar is done all over the country. This workshop is done all over the country. Normally you would have to pay per couple to be a part of this, but we want to take all that away. We want to take all the barriers away. And so the church is taking care of that. And so you don't have to pay a thing. All you've got to do is sign up. Um, we're going to offer child care, so you don't have to worry about what you're going to do with your kids um, because we really want to streamline it and encourage everybody to, uh, to be part of this. We also look at this as an open-door event. Um, what, I call, what, what I mean by that is it's an opportunity to invite your friends and neighbors um, to get people to, to come and plug in and build up uh, your marriage. Can, I'm just going to be blunt here real quick because... Ladies, you can take a break, but fellas, um, you know, you're sitting there and you're going, well, my marriage is great. I don't need to do this. Well, this is not a, this is not a, a, a triage. This is for people whose marriage is great. And, and you change the oil in your truck when it's still running good, right? And, and you clean your gun so that it'll still fire good. Well, you need to do the same maintenance to your marriage. And that's what this is about. I'll be, I'll be honest with you, I think God is poised to bless this body and to use us to reach this community. But I think Satan is attacking us through our marriages. And so this is an opportunity because we see this, we the church see this as an, such an important thing that, that we want every single one of us that can to be here. And so, now that, that part of the sermon was free. You didn't have to pay for that. We'll move on. To, to the rest. Stronger is where we're going, and we're going to try to hopefully build up our relationships, build up our, our, uh, our friendships, build up our, our, uh, our marriages, build up our, our parenting, and this time of year, that's a big deal. In a, in a survey that was recently conducted, um, People found that, that this time of year, over, over 44% of Americans will make some form of New Year's resolution. Anybody make a New Year's resolution? Some of you raising your hands. Some of you, I resolved never to raise my hand in church. Um, New Year's resolutions. Well, among them, about 13% of those has to do with exercise. 
that, that I'm going to exercise more, or I'm going to work out more, or I, I'm going to lose weight, or, or I'm going to get healthy. Um, and, and most of that has to do, Google Trends shows that uh, searches for topics related to exercise and weight loss spike around January 1st every year. Because that's where we all go, right? That's one of our resolutions. That's one of the things that we want to do. I want to get healthy. I want to get into a gym. Anybody who is related to the gym industry, to the health industry, knows that this time of year is a key time for gym memberships. Um, a, another survey that I found showed that between 10 and 20% of all people enrolling in a gym happens this, this last week. January 1st through about January the 8th. Isn't that ridiculous? 20% of gym memberships happens during the first week of January. Um, and, and invariably, this is a time when we're thinking about getting stronger. That we want stronger families. We want stronger marriages. We want stronger relationships. And all that needs to start, though, with our relationship with God. Because I, I, can, I can try to have a stronger marriage, I can try to have a, a, a stronger relationship with my kids, I can have stronger friendships, but, but for those relationships to truly be strengthened, to be godly, those are going to have to, have to be connected to my personal relationship with God. I need a stronger relationship, I need a stronger faith. Throughout Scripture, we'll see over and over and over. I, I, I put a couple in here, but throughout the Old and New Testament, you see God saying, be strong. Be strong and courageous, he says in Deuteronomy. Then, then Joshua's going into the promised land. He says, haven't I told you, be strong and courageous. In the New Testament, it carries over and we'll see, be on your guard, stand firm, be strong. Uh, be strong in the Lord and in His mighty power. And so we see this as a theme throughout Scripture. But if you've ever done the New Year's resolution, if you've ever done the gym membership, then you know that a lot of times those spike, and, and, and then surveys show that they trickle down. That, that by March, uh, most of those gym memberships will be unused, and we'll be back to whatever it was we were doing normally. Not an indictment, it's just a fact. There's a lot that goes into being stronger, to growing stronger. Not just in our relationships, but personally in our relationship with God. I'm going to call a couple people up here this morning to uh, help me out. And so uh, I, I've asked them to, uh, to join me. And uh, um, y'all come on up. While they're making their way up here, I will tell you that... Uh, one of the people that I had asked to do this was Andrea Correa, and she told me I could quote her um, because in her just have a seat right there, King. In in her uh, career as a fitness coach, I talked to her about helping people get stronger. But that job's important. But her most important job is mom, and Sam's sick, and so that that precluded her from being here. Um, but she did share some things, and I'll quote her in a minute. Um, I, I want to introduce you. Most of you know these guys, but if you don't, um, I'll give you an opportunity to, to introduce, just introduce yourself to them, tell them who you are and what you do a little bit. I'm 
Jim Bird, and uh, I'm a coach and teacher at Lovelady High School. I'm Katie Godfrey, and I am Kevin's wife and Sean and Luke's mom and a prior service Marine. So I asked them because the, there are two different perspectives. Um, Jim, as a coach, is, is building up young people. And, and as a coach, you're helping kids get stronger. And, and one of the ways, well, let, let me not put that into your, into your, into your mind. Um, tell them a little bit, what are some essentials? As you're working with kids and you want kids to get stronger, uh, athletes to get stronger, what are some essentials that, that you really focus on? We, we try to strengthen kids in a, a few different ways. Um, you know, and it, it, philosophies vary from staff to staff, but the ones that typically I've, I've had the privilege of being a part of, uh, we, we try to start out by strengthening kids character-wise uh, to begin with. We feel like, uh, you know, we learned from coaches in the past, and, uh, we, you know, we like to send that message forward that uh, being successful is a result of doing the right things. Um, and, you know, not only in athletics, but in your life. So we, we work on the character hard. We feel like when character's at a high level, that success follows. So we really work hard with the kids on teaching them to do the right things. You know, and doing the right things means investing uh, in, in, in what you're trying to accomplish and, and uh, create and, you know, help to strengthen their work ethic. Um, so we put a great deal of work on their back and make, you know, try to, somewhat force them to invest but hopefully along the way they see the wisdom in, in that investment so you know we try to build their character we try to get them to invest uh their time their energy their efforts um and then uh you know physically if you start talking about physically it comes back to that investment i mean there's different methods that you know you strengthen different things different attributes you try to build up in kids and you go about attacking those in various ways but the bottom line is, is getting them to buy into the message you're selling or the, you know, the, the, the team goals and uh, show them what that investment is and then uh, charge them with the task of making sure they put in the work to where that they can get to where they want to be. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, I want to I talk to Kate because uh, you, you guys, I asked Kate to be up here and you look at Kate and you see, you know, sweet little mom, but she could probably whoop all of us. Um, cause Kate's a Marine and I don't say ex Marine cause there's no such thing, right? Once you're a Marine, you're always a Marine. But I asked her, uh, because as we talk about training, specifically basic training and all the training that you undergo in the military to get stronger, how, what are some key things that you saw through basic training? How does the military help you get stronger? What do they do to you or for you? The very first thing that they do is actually they break you down to your base level where you don't even, you don't know who you are yet. And then they start building you into a Marine. And they do that physically, but more so they do that mentally because it's, it's more of a mind game to, to be able to build your body in a way that is not just muscle strength, but it's endurance. And that's, that's tricky sometimes 
because it's it's easy to to want to give up and say I don't I don't want to do this I don't want to be I don't want to grow anymore I'm mm. sick of it but they don't let you do it so the the second part is really the commitment because boot camp for Marines is 13 weeks long that's three months and it's it's everything that people think it is it's waking up first thing in the morning before the sun is up and running everywhere and if you're not running you're walking as fast as you possibly can and that's usually carrying about 20 to 30 pounds on your back plus a seven to eight pound rifle everywhere so yeah that's all right all right thank you guys y'all can have a seat give give them a hand it's okay I wanted you to hear some different uh, perspectives because, you know, there are a lot of people, there are a lot of different ways that we look at strengthening. Um, I, I emailed Andrea when I was putting this together, and I said, what are, what are the three keys that you would say to somebody who wanted to get stronger? And, and, and she said, um, first, that you've got to do, do the work. You've got to do something hard, and you've got to do something more than what you normally do because you can't just do what you normally do and accept expect different results and and second is that you got to stay consistent you got to keep on keeping on and and not quit when it when it gets boring or hard or rough and and then third you have to pay attention to what you're putting in to what's going in because that's how you build the strength is the fuel that you use now you heard some similarities there right if you what Jim said and what Kate said that there were some similarities in there that that working hard that that character that that uh, consistency and and those are three things that I want us to look at as as we look at growing stronger spiritually and the first is we got to work that, that it doesn't happen accidentally. You gotta act. You gotta do something. You can't just sit on the couch and expect to get stronger. You, we all know that. We all know that you've gotta, you gotta put in the work. If you wanna grow stronger, you've gotta put in the work. Well, that happens to, to carry over to my faith walk as well. I, I've gotta do something. If I just sit there and say, hey, I'm gonna get stronger, it's not gonna happen. But a lot of times we think that if we just go to church, then my faith's going to grow. And maybe a little bit, but, but I'm going to tell you, going to church doesn't make you a Christian any more than going to Bill Fick makes you a Ford. And, and Kelvin's going to tell him Monday that he made the sermon. Um, at any rate, um, but, but seriously, I mean, think about our logic here. Because if I got me a gym membership... And I decided I'm going to go to the gym once a week and I'm going to sit by these guys that are working and and I'm just going to get stronger. How's that going to work out for me? But a lot of times that's the way we treat our Christian walk. I'm going to show up once a week and I'm going to fellowship with people that are actually trying to grow and I'm going to grow because of that. Now, I'm not telling you don't go to church. Uh, That's a vital part of it. We need to encourage each other. We need accountability. We need somebody to pump me up. And and when, when you walk through that door and people are glad to see you, one of the things I love about this church is that we these people love each other. If you're visiting, you will see that, that they're genuinely 
really happy to see each other, that, that there'll be lots of conversations going on because everybody genuinely wants to know what's going on in your life. And, and they're interested in those things. It's not just superficial. And that's what you need. You need that family. Now, I'm not talking about legalism here because there are a lot of people that will tell you that, that growing stronger spiritually means you've got to be better. That, that you've got to be more righteous, that you've got to be more holy. Well, if you could be righteous, if you could be holy, then you wouldn't need Jesus. You wouldn't need a Savior. And we can't do that on our own. We need help. And the way we get that help is through the grace of God. Paul, when he's talking to Timothy in in the second Timothy. Timothy is a young preacher, and, and Paul's trying to encourage him. And as he's telling Timothy about being strong, he says, you be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. Notice, he didn't say, Timothy, be better. He didn't say, Timothy, read your Bible more. He didn't say, Timothy, go to church. He didn't say, Timothy, do all these things. He said, you be strong in grace. You have to understand that none of it is about you. That, that I'm not going to make myself stronger. I have, to, I have to bask in the idea that that strength is going to come from God. Legalism is not going to make me stronger. Being better is not going to make me stronger. I, I, can, I can memorize the entire Bible and still not have a relationship with Jesus. I can come to church every Sunday and still not have a relationship with Jesus. Stronger faith is going to come through struggle and submission. Think about that. Stronger faith is going to come through struggle and submission. you got to work. There's going to be hard times. You know, one of the things you'll hear a lot now from, from preachers is that you know, faith is just a wonderful thing and it's going to solve all your problems. And if you just come to church, everything's going to be wonderful. And God's going to bless you and you're going to have lots of money and you're going to have lots of health. I'm sorry, that's great, but it's not scriptural. The Bible says over and over, this life's going to be hard. The Bible says over and over, you're going to struggle. The Bible says over and over, they hated me, they're going to hate you. And so, Jesus says, don't expect to be treated better than I was treated. Don't expect that it's all going to be sunshine and rainbows. It's going to be struggle, but we know that through that struggle, through the hard things, through the work, that's how we go grow stronger. Paul, when he was struggling, was writing about it in 2 Corinthians. 2 Corinthians chapter 12 Three times I pleaded with the Lord about this, that it should leave me. We don't know what that is. There's a lot of theories, and I'm not going to go into that because that's a waste of time. But the point is that he's struggling with something. There's something in his life that he's wrestling with. And he says, three times I pleaded with the Lord about this, that it should leave me. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. For the sake of Christ, then I am content with weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities. For when I am weak, then I am strong. 
Paul is struggling. Paul's wrestling. Paul's trying. And, and, and he says, when I am weak, when I understand my weaknesses, when I understand my struggles, when I figure out that the only way I'm going to make it through this struggle is through the grace of God, that's when I grow stronger. Because my strength doesn't come from me. It comes from God. Now, the second thing that our panel identified that is, is consistency. Keep on keeping on. Don't give up. Don't quit. Remember what Kate said? You're going to want to give up, but they won't let you. That, that's, that's the key, the not giving up, the consistency, sticking with it. That's true in our faith as well. Again, we go back to Paul, and in 1 Corinthians 15, Paul says, Therefore, my beloved brothers, be steadfast. That means keep on keeping on. Be immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that in the Lord your labor is not in vain. Don't give up. Don't quit. Don't stop. Keep on keeping on. Again, in Galatians, he's going to say, Let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season we'll reap if we do not give up. The key to growing stronger is to keep on. It's consistency. It's continuing to do that hard stuff. Continuing and, and, and keeping on, keeping on. You know, if you're like me, you look at some of these folks, there are some saints in this body that, that I look up to a lot that, that are, are giants of faith. There are people in this room that have forgot more Scripture than I'll ever know. And, and I look at those people and, and I think, man, I want to be like that when I grow up. But they didn't get like that accidentally. You know how they got that way? Struggle and submission. Working, submitting to God, understanding that, that, that grace comes from God, and keeping on, keeping on. Not giving up. Not quitting. My power is made perfect in weakness. One of the other things that was said is what's inside counts. Remember that? Jim was talking about they work more on character because character can lead to all these other things. Character is more important than, than a lot of the physical stuff because the physical stuff is going to come out of that. Andrea said you've got to pay attention to what goes into your body because that's the fuel that builds the muscle. You don't get that. You don't get stronger unless you pay attention to what's inside of you. What's inside makes a difference. And, and that's what we know from Scripture. Now, our society doesn't like that. You'll hear a lot now, you're stronger than you know. Or true strength comes from within. And that all sounds great, and I understand the sentiments behind it. But as a Christian, we understand that it's not about what's in me. It's about what comes from God and lives within me. That the Spirit of God, the Bible says, the same Spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead is going to come to take residence inside of my body and give life, strength. To me. That's how I'm going to get stronger. That according to the riches of His glory, Ephesians 3.16, that He may grant you to be strengthened with power through His Spirit in your inner being. What's inside counts. Paul's going to say it this way. When he's in prison and he's writing to the Philippians and he says, I know how to be brought low and I know how to abound. 
In any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of facing plenty and hunger, abundance and need. Paul says, I'm going to tell you right now the secret of life, the secret of happiness. You want to know what it is? I got it for you right here. I can do everything through him who gives me strength. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. Paul says the secret to having a lot, the secret to having a little. The secret to being down and out or the secret to being on top of the world is Jesus. It's finding my strength not in me, but in the one who lives in me. The one who strengthens me. So as we walk into this new year, we want to grow stronger. Not just in our relationships, not just in our friendships, not just in our marriages, not just in our our families... But inside, I want to grow stronger. I want to grow stronger in my relationship with God. I want to grow stronger in my faith. How am I going to do that? I'm going to exercise. I'm going to work at it. Now, how do you do that? Well, first of all, if I'm going to grow stronger, if I'm going to connect with God, I've got to be about God. That means I've got to be in prayer. Constantly in prayer. I've got to be seeking God. Because if you do... What you'll find is He will reveal Himself to you. When I'm seeking God, when I'm talking to God, I start to see God everywhere. And so that prayer, that constant relationship is important. And if you want to hear God, you've got to get in the Word. Because if you want to hear the Word of God, you've got to have the Word of God in front of you. And so find ways to work yourself into the Word of God, whether that's through, we have so much options today, you can get an app on your phone that will send you scriptures every day. And and if you're like me, you're going to check your phone. And so you can check your phone and hear from God every day. If that has has to do it, hey, whatever you got to do. You can read the Bible, you have reading plans, you have apps. There's all kind of ways that you can do the work to hear from God. But the key is consistency. I got to keep doing it. I got to keep on keeping on. It's not something that I'm going to do for the first week of January and then I'm going to forget about and then I go back to normal. Consistency. If I want to grow stronger, I've got to be consistent. I've got to keep on keeping on. Because what's inside of me is what matters. I've got to find my strength in Christ, not in myself. Not in being better, not in how righteous I can be, not in how much I can do all these things. I find my strength in Him. This morning, you're not here by accident. You're here because God wanted you here. And God wants you to hear that you can be stronger this year. You can be stronger in your relationship with Him, and that strength is going to carry over to every aspect of your life. We want to help you do that. And that means praying with you, that means supporting you, that means offering you opportunities, whatever it is that we can do for you. This morning, it may be that, that you're at a place where you're like, I'm, I'm tired of driving this train myself because all I've done is wreck. I need God to take control. And the way you do that is through submission to Him. That's where you repent, you, you confess His name before people. That means you just say, God's in control. I'm going to let God take control. I'm going to give my life to Jesus. And then we do that by being buried with Him in baptism. 
that we submit to Him in baptism and we're raised a new creature. And the Bible says that Spirit, the Spirit of God, comes to live inside of me and give life to my mortal body. If we can help you with that in any way, that's what this next song is for. That's an opportunity for you. But not just during this song. Anytime. Anytime we are here for you and we will be here for you to help you grow stronger. But if we can help you in any way right now, won't you come while together we stand and sing.